Okay. Big Pop. I like it when they call me Big Pop. <laughs> the show stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are live here on the set of Brenton's Christmas with Dad himself, Mr. Nick. Let him know your real name and where you're from. My name is R.L. Moser, and I'm actually from Monroe, North Carolina, right outside of Charlotte. Awesome, awesome. So how long have you been in the Atlanta area? I've been in Atlanta now for three years. Okay. Yes, awesome. right, uh, right before the pandemic hit. Awesome. So this is actually the OG of the set. Yeah. This, this is the guy with the training, the guy with the experience. Kind of tell people your background and kind of how you got here. So, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I studied theater uh, at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte uh, many, many years ago. Uh, I've been acting now roughly almost 30 years. And I will say uh, being in theater, it taught me a lot. Um, basically, the curriculum that we, we um, was taught, it was method acting. So method acting allows you to really use experiences to kind of flesh out the character. And so I remember uh, during class a lot, they would you know, have us go out and just do people watching. So I would find myself going to the mall, just sitting down, just watching people, you know, just kind of looking at different people and how they walk, how they speak, all their mannerisms. And that's a lot of what method acting is. You're just mm-hmm. recalling experiences that you've gone through in life and then you're able to recall those experiences when you're trying to develop a character and so. That's what has helped me a lot. I used to do that a lot when I was little. I don't know. I used to mock everybody in my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of black people who be nosing. People watching. <laughs> That's a good term for y'all out there who be watching people. Mm-hmm. Y'all just say y'all people watching. Mm-hmm. And, and what it's called, what's the, the term for it? Met- method acting. Yeah, y'all some method actors. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to start calling y'all nosy people. Watch. Y'all method actors. Stay on my page. <laughs> Stay on my page, man. <laughs> So tell the people. So is there is it? Would you say there's a big difference between film and theater? Kind of what? What would you say? Very big difference. So with theater, uh, because it's instant and instantaneous, uh, there is no cut. So once mm. once you rehearse for two or three months, uh, the director's job is done. So it's just the cast up there on stage, and you have to know how to project. And so I remember when I was younger. Um, you know, I was a quiet kid, but once I got into theater and started my training, you know, I just started projecting naturally. And so my professors helped bring that out of me. But with film, because, you know, you're shooting, the microphone is right over you. I mean, you don't have to project that way. And so, yeah, it's a very big difference. And then you get, if, if you don't like the scene, you can cut and then redo the scene again with film, but not with theater. Yeah. I don't know if I told you, you have a unique voice. You well, know thank you. It's thank like you could like lead the temptations like, <laughs> and start singing. I don't know. It's just unique. I just got to tell you. You know what's interesting? <laughs> is, they, what's interesting is I almost got pulled into doing radio years ago back in Charlotte. Uh, you may know uh, Power ninety eight. They tried to pull me in, mm-hmm. and I was doing it a little bit. But uh, I said, man, no, I'm 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 from the theater. I'm an actor. Yeah. I'm a I'm a thespian. Yeah. You know yeah. so. I had to get back to my roots. Right. So I know you do some some production stuff as yes. well. How did you make that transition, and what's that been like? Okay, so once I finished college, uh, I actually went out to Los Angeles and uh, as an actor. And Los Angeles is a totally different vibe out there. I mean, just because you have a degree, that does not necessarily mean you're just going to fall in place. 
And so while I was, uh, you know, studying a little bit more, you know, waiting on acting to come through, I started to hone my skills as a director. And at that point, you know, I fell in love with direct, directing just as much as I did acting. And so I've been doing that ever since as well. Awesome, awesome. So how did you feel about playing? The, have you ever played like a dad role? Was this your um, first dad role in this movie? In this, Actually, you know what? <laughs> God is good because this is my third short film within a one and a half month time frame. I'm actually playing a dad and I start another film tomorrow playing a dad. So that would be my fourth film. And so I said, okay, right. And so, you know, <laughs> at, at, at a certain point, you know, I had took some time off, but at a certain point, you know, I got back into it and then, okay, I'm getting these dad roles. Mm -hmm. you know, this is due because I was just like 30. Now I'm a dad. Now you're Father Moses. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I love it. I love it. Definitely. So how was the dynamic, how would you say, as far as the characters, the dynamic between Nick and Amber? So... Nick and I believe Nick and Amber, they really have this relationship where he kind of knows that she has an alternative lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just going to let her do her thing. Uh, but, but, you know, mama though, he, you know, mama don't know, but, um, you know, he has to be that peacemaker. So and you accepted it, like, hey, exactly. Let <laughs> my, you know, let my baby do what she's gonna do. <laughs> I knew it was gonna come to that at some point. I was mm -hmm. just gonna let her come out when she was ready to come out. Yeah. <laughs> now, Amber, would you say there's a different? Would you say there's any difference at all between men and women and families as far as accepting it? Oh, definitely. Well, I think they'll. I do think like women are more accepted of it than men for some reason. I do think that. Okay. But I think it just depends on your family too, because like if you in a family that going to church all the time, like in our film, no, they it takes them a while. Like they don't want they look down on you. Like I don't have family members that stop really speaking to me. Oh wow. Because of that, you know. Yeah, and I think when we were writing this this project, we wanted to show an experience of what it would look like for a family. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people never really get a chance to tell their family. It's just something that happens. Boy, that's a, when I tell y'all that is it. It was it took me a while. Like I went for a long time. Couldn't didn't want to bring my girl home it because I just knew my family looked down on me. But it was such a burden on me not being able to be myself. So when I was able to just let that go, then it seemed like I was just able to like just glow again and just be happier. But I was definitely feeling like it was just like a burden on me, not and then my the mom that my mom my great auntie raised me from a baby four months and I didn't get to tell her she passed away. I didn't even I wasn't able to be honest with her because people was telling her before me and it, it was putting something like making it so bad. That's why she did. So I told you, you raised her like that. So now I'm like, I don't want her to feel bad because of what everybody else told her. So like my mom really died before me having to tell her. So it's like, that sucks. Cause I always had it in the back of my mind. Like what if I just would have told her and been honest? I think she really loved me and would have helped me, but because everybody else's opinion and made it sound so bad, her had me scared to tell her. And that's a tough thing. I'm telling you, like so many kids are like stressed and even want to take their own life because people not accepting them for who they is. Like I'm not telling everybody, be like I'm gonna praise you because you gave no, but just like accepting this love. People need that, right? You know, and I, you know, I just want to say, you know, I just want to. Thank you for mm -hmm. being strong enough to really tell your story because 
I grew up at the time when I was in school uh, back in the 70s and the 80s where this was not socially acceptable. Mm-hmm. And now it's come mainstream and you, you can live your own truth. You know, I can just tell that's how, like, you know, in the last few days, like how energetic you've been on mm-hmm. set. When I look back in the day, uh, now that certain people have come out, it's like, wow, I would have never imagined that that person was that way mm-hmm. uh, because it was just taboo. It was one of those things that you just didn't talk about mm-hmm. it. You didn't see it. But now, you know, people are coming out and I just salute you yeah. for walking in your truth. I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, and that's our hope, man. For anybody watching this film, we hope to give people Mm -hmm. the courage, you know, to share this with your families, Mm -hmm. to to open yourself up and give people that chance to to love you, right? And I think that's some of the struggles, too, because sometimes you're so afraid to do something, Mm -hmm. and then when you finally do it, it's like, like you said, you felt so much better. Yeah, it's nice. yes. And so we want to encourage people to do it, right? The people mm-hmm. who's supposed to love you going to love they you. They're still here. The people that are selling me, they still here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all still here. Mm-hmm. You're still here. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, they're going to love you no matter what. Right. That, that's supposed, like you said, that's supposed to be there. Yeah. So free yourself. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So where can people find you? What you got coming up? Kind of. All right, so my next project I'm currently working on, uh, it's, it's uh, called Don't Hang Up. That's a, another film that we're starting tomorrow. Um, I can be found on Facebook, R.L. Moser, and on Instagram, R.L. underscore Moser. And I'm just looking forward to working with any new creatives, uh, any creatives that are seasoned. Uh, put me to work. I'm here. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your favorite part about this film? Like. Out of the whole, out of the whole film, what was your favorite part? I would say I had a couple, but definitely the dinner scene. Uh, you know, being from the South, you know, I grew up in with a with a family where I, I was the youngest, the only boy. Uh, so, and we didn't always sit at the dinner table and eat. But I actually learned that later in life that that's fellowship time. You mm-hmm. sit down and you break bread with your family. So that was very important to me, that scene. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, the, just the, the comical experience when mom found out, you know, oh, yeah, the situation. That, was, that yeah. was very funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and because we wanted people to, even though we was coming, because that is a touchy subject, but we want them to know, like, it's okay to laugh. It's okay yeah. to, it's mm-hmm. okay, you know. What, what would you say the most difficult scene that you had, like? That it was just like tough. Did you have one of those? Uh, I did not have a difficult scene okay. at all. Okay. Uh, it's never a difficult scene. Yeah, 30 <laughs> years. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just want to say this. The reason why it's not difficult for me is because any set I go on, I make it my home. Y'all end up seeing U-Haul pull up and everything, so I'm mm-hmm. moving stuff in. I'm at home. Right. So I'm very comfortable. So. I don't have a difficult scene. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> well, y'all y'all check out this all-star in the film, Britain's Christmas. It's out now. Um, and we'll see you guys on the next one. All right, we're live here on the set of Britain's Christmas. We have Mama Jackie in the house. Let them know your real name. My name is Letitia Leeks. Huh? They call me Tish. Thank you. Now we're we're excited to have you here. I know we've people have seen your face on a lot of different things: BMF, P Valley, um, Ozark. Um, how did you get into acting? Well, uh, funny story. Um, when the pandemic started, I was uh, in school finishing my master's, and then the pandemic hit. 
So I started a consulting business that didn't pan out because of course we were in a pandemic for two years and I was watching uh, Coming to America and saw a high school friend of mine. Oh, wow. And right. And so I was like, oh, okay, he got some good camera time on that. And so I reached out to him and he was like, are you interested? And so I was like, yes, I am. Mm -hmm. This is something that I've always wanted to do since I was a little girl. I mean, I, I have memories of sitting in front of the TV as a little girl and mimicking the people on TV, uh, especially like Lucille Ball. That's Now, that's what I want to do. So comedy like that, or uh, if I ever have the chance to work in a production like in Living Color, yeah. that I would love to do that. Um, so uh, he hooked me up with this casting agency, and I've been in it now for a little bit over a year and a half. Oh, wow. And oh, so wow. I've, this is uh, like my fourth independent film um, that I've worked in. And I recently shot a silent movie music video. Oh, wow. Now, that was really interesting. Th that just went over my head. That's all. <laughs> right, it's just silent. Like, you just, basically, I guess you're sitting there. Right. And yeah. so I had a conversation with my husband. Um and prayed on it for a while and that you know lord if it's in your will you will put everything into place for me and so my first booking was nine days on tyler perry's ruthless as wow. a rockadushi uh cult member oh wow that's so dope. you'll see me running <laughs> that's dope that's dope tyler perry had us running all day and all night yeah. <laughs> we were exhausted and so you had to do it over and over and over yes over and over again and then i was like okay i don't know if i really want to do this i need to call him to be in that because clearly i need to do a lot of running but, well um, if you, you actually way. reach him now that's that hey <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing but yeah. yeah so that's how that's how i got into it and i immediately um, registered for classes with uh, LS Studios because uh, I had several people direct me to that studio mm -hmm. and um, I was under the instruction of uh, Sean Middlebrooks who oh, I just coach. he was great. excellent excellent and so I took that and went about my way I, I actually did a year that's how we met. And that is exactly how I met my yeah. daughter, Amber. And we've been close there. She used to help me. I was so scared in acting class. Yes. She was like, just relax. It's okay. Because acting is hard to me, you know. But, you know, we make it a little easy, but it's not as easy as people think, you know. That, and she always said, she's like, we're going to work together. We're going to work, work together. together. We, I always say the manifestation is, is the key. And look, yes. you're my mama, for real. That's right. I, and it's crazy because we this project is like expedited, right? We're doing this. Yes. This is probably a six-week vision. And when we when we started writing the script, she said, I already know who my mama going to be. Oh, yeah. I'll talk. I already know. I already don't, don't knew. Send, don't send out no casting. I, I already know, know exactly mama. who my mama going to be. That And I was just honored to receive the call. And I told my husband, I was like, oh, I'm going to play Amber's mother in this movie. And she was like, I'm free, I'm free. I was so excited. And you said you haven't been doing it for a year. Like that, that's just confirmation. Like you can do whatever you want to do. No matter the time, no matter no how old age. you are, when you start, like you can 
always follow your dream long as you live and so right. to everybody out there chasing your dreams y'all heard that it. it's you'll see she's been doing it for a year and if y'all watched it already you could you cannot tell she looked like she's been doing it for 10 years she she basically led us you know what i'm saying thank you and i, I was just telling you back there like you just gave all of us that feeling like it's gonna be okay you know and we all needed that because it's times you mess up your lines i'm side eyeing um daryl like please don't get on to me you know what i'm saying but you you made it like it's okay just start over so i thank you for that it's yeah. okay and when you have a great production team that allows you to make the mistakes and to yes, recover you. from that that and y'all y'all deserve the applause yeah y'all do because yeah. there was no drama everyone got along mm -hmm. so it was a, a good combination of personalities yeah definitely. yeah yeah definitely. definitely so what are you looking forward to now that you're shifting more into acting what kind of roles are you looking to take on that you know what i like comedy i yeah, like I comedy <laughs> and so i'm actually looking at um taking an improv class okay and so i i spoke with amber mm -hmm. about it and so i can get her to Come with so, me so yeah. we can uh -huh, do it together. But yeah, I, I like to, as I mentioned before, I like to uh, land a role in some type of production like in Living Color. Because mm -hmm. I'd like to be able to write part of the, of the scene mm -hmm. as well. Right, right. I have so much from my background that could just. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. That would just kill a moment Definitely. in comedy. Yeah. Definitely. Well, we're going to be looking out. And where can people find you, connect with you on social media and stuff like that? That, well, I have an Instagram account. I don't know about all that other stuff. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram, let leaks. So in other words, let leaks act. <laughs> Amen. 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 What was your favorite part about this whole process? Like, what was your favorite scene? Like, what did you enjoy the most? Like. I, I know you all like the passing out and stuff, but <laughs> yeah. um, I like the dinner table. Yeah, I, I like, I, I do this in real life. Mm -hmm. I keep telling y'all that. So a favorite part for me around the holidays is having my family together. Mm -hmm. It definitely feel like family for real. So yeah, I, I really enjoy that. And plus, anytime that I can clown, the passing out was good, too. Yeah, that was really good. That's the funny part. <laughs> It took everything not to laugh. It took everything for us not to eat all the food off the table before it was oh. so <laughs> It took everything. Everybody pitching off their chicken. I know. Every time I turned around, somebody's food was missing. Yeah. The tea is gone. And I'm like, we can't re keep replenishing this stuff. Yeah, it was definitely fun. I felt like family for real. Like, it just felt Yeah, so I look forward to it. I look forward mm -hmm. to doing more with yeah. you all. Great writers. I appreciate you all. Appreciate it. Well, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely check out Brenton's Christmas. It is the Feel Good Project. Uh, we thank you again for being thank a part you. of it. Thank um, you. Definitely mean a lot. Yeah. So we'll see y'all in the next one. Peace.